Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I am your host, Nathan, and before I talk about Godzilla King and the Monsters Review, I just want to give a shout-out to people that I wanted to do something uh, more special for my birthday uh, besides doing a a personal uh, podcast episode uh, talking about one of the people that I looked up to for Vince Scully. Also, on Facebook, uh, all my friends have done this uh, for any uh, nonprofits, you know, of having the opportunity to have people uh, donate money to the nonprofits of their choice. And. And I decided that the nonprofit that I wanted uh, people to donate to is actually the place that I also work at. Uh, I really do believe in this uh, nonprofit's cause. They definitely have shown results. They. They have meant everything to me. My bosses, the people that I work with, there a lot of opportunities have opened up, and I felt confident in myself that I am able to be able to work in the world. And beyond that. And. So I I ran this for around a week. So I started it from a little bit earlier. I started around late May. And I had it go all the way up to June 8th. And, and, and thank you everybody for. The birthday wishes and and for people that donated to industry horror, I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you very much. So I'm gonna say some of the names of the the people uh, that donated to my birthday fundraiser to industry horror. I knew it was a long shot of a goal of $200, but I was surprised on how close it actually got to $200. So first off, I'm going to say thank you, Facebook, for giving everybody an opportunity for if they can't, if anyone can't really think of what to do on their birthday, uh, you know, helping out. You know, these nonprofits that are actually making a difference. And that's a wonderful way to make someone's birthday. And also, you'll be helping out people that are trying to do great uh, in the world and even for humanity. So, thank you for donating to Industry or Facebook. And also, I want to thank Natalie, who also donated as well. And Aaron. 
and Kitty and Lori and even my even my we in in our family we, we call her Aunt Glinda even though she's my she's actually my godmother. But we but she rather prefer to be called Aunt Glinda, so thank you, Aunt Glinda, for your donation to industry horror as well. And even Richard, thank you for your donation as well. And that came up to the total of one hundred and forty-six dollars donated to Industry Horror. Thank you, everybody. I really do appreciate it. Industry Horror appreciates it. We're doing everything we can to make sure that we employ adults on the spectrum that they can get that same feeling that I get every day of of being able to go to work, being able being able to make money, be able to see their designs or or be able to design and and put them on clothing and learning and learning new trades and and getting out there and and being able to know how to advertise not just their company but even themselves as well it's a great feeling and i don't want it to ever go away so, once again, as I say, thank you to everybody for the birthday wishes. And also thank you to the people that donated to Industry Horror for this birthday fundraiser. Uh, I hope my bosses don't mind if I added one more uh, surprise surprise for them. <laughs> uh, they'll, they'll definitely enjoy this type of surprise today. They had no idea I wanted it to be a surprise that I set up a birthday fundraiser and lasted from May 31st to June 8th. So, thank you everybody. And now, it's time for the review. We're going to get to the review. Coming up, we're going to get to the review of Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and why you should... Definitely ignore the, the the film critics unless if they are Godzilla fans. If the critics have seen Godzilla movies before, then then listen to those critics. But for those film critics that are expecting high art and high art and great storytelling they haven't seen a Godzilla movie in their lives and also I'll be talking about the NBA Finals this surprising uh, results of of what we have seen so far in the 2019 NBA Finals a lot of people were expecting the opposite of what we're getting right now. 
I knew that the Toronto Raptors had Kawhi Leonard. I knew Kawhi Leonard would be able... I, I knew it wouldn't be just a sweep. I wasn't that naive. They had Kawhi Leonard. Marcus Gasol has been... And even some of their role players and Kyle Lowry... I knew he would put all of his heart into this series. And with all that calculations, but still I said Warriors in six. And I'll admit when I'm wrong, I sometimes enjoy being proved when I'm wrong. But I was basing on the fact that the Golden State Warriors have all, not just talent, but the key word is experience. They've had experience with the NBA Finals. Yes, Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green also have experience in the NBA Finals. But the rest of the team overall doesn't have that type of experience. The Golden State Warriors have been there, not only been there, done that, but they also have been on the opposite end of history on having a huge lead in the series and just ending up blowing it and knowing that feeling and also having that feeling of having their backs to the wall and finding a way to come back. No matter what, the Golden State Warriors don't easily give up regardless of the fact that they don't have Kevin Durant. And I would be really shocked to not see... Kevin Durant on the court on Monday, June 10th in Toronto for Game 5. But with that being... that That's what I based on my prediction. I I went into statistics. I based on experience. Uh, the players on the team. Uh, the experience of the, of the players. Uh, I didn't go by, Well, these have this many All-Stars, so therefore they're... No, I don't do that. That is just a ridiculous way to analyze on analyze on an outcome of a series. That's just ridiculous. I'm just basing on who has more All Stars than the other team. <coughs> who has the most All Stars? The Golden State Warriors have the experience. They have been to the NBA Finals. Matter of fact, they have been to the NBA Finals. Now, five straight years. Only the second team in NBA history to do that. The one other team was none other than those pesky 1960s, early 1970s Boston Celtics with Bill Russell. And, and okay, can I go a little bit off topic? Why does everyone try to compare Michael Jordan Shouldn't we try to compare Bill Russell for who is the greatest NBA player? Bill Russell won 11, count them, 11 NBA Finals in 13 years. Why is everybody trying to compare LeBron James to Michael, okay, again, to Michael Jordan? Bill Russell has won double-digit number of NBA titles. Probably part of one of the greatest 
dynasties, not just in NBA history, but even in sports history. For Pete's sakes, there's a reason why we named the NBA Finals MVP trophy after Bill Russell, not Michael Jordan. <clears throat> Anyways. And I'll even get into discussion what would happen with the big WI question mark. What if the Toronto Raptors, let's say they do win game five? I'll be talking a little bit more about that. How free agency and how teams come together, how the GMs will look at teams. It may surprise you that we could end up being in an era of instead of having a multiple-year contract for free agency, instead of going after a player, surround that player with a bunch of role players and have it be a year-by-year -year basis on based on that free agent that they get or based on that player that is that one all-star. I'll, I'll get in more detail about that. But now, I'll be talking to you about Godzilla, King of the Monsters. And no, not... I guess I have to say Godzilla, King of the Monsters, 2019. Because there's another Godzilla movie that's called Godzilla, King of the Monsters. And I do believe, I do believe it's around 19... 1956? But anyways, let me talk about Godzilla, King of the Monsters... 2019. I got to see this with some friends, and definitely, definitely the biggest Godzilla fan that I've ever known. Yeah, even more than James Rolfe, the angry video game nerd. It was a wonderful. Uh, viewing experience to see this movie in the cinema on the silver screen. I wasn't expecting high art. I didn't want to get my hopes too high up because the last Godzilla movie I saw, well, we all know, uh, I think it was... It... That movie felt... It was made yesterday, as if it was yesterday, or a year ago, but it's actually was five years ago that movie was released, and all we got was a bunch of teas of God, and then last minute Godzilla. Oh yeah, we need a it. It, it fell a movie of. Oh yeah, 
It's Godzilla. We we need to put in Godzilla. Right. Sorry about that. We were so focused on the human characters. That's what people want to see in a Godzilla movie, right? Lots of human characters? No, we, we want to see monsters fight each other and... And I'll get into to the review now. So Godzilla, King of the Monsters, far surpasses its predecessor. They transition the monster fights with the humans really well. I think they did it really well. They found a way to combine together of the monsters and and then when they had to get to the human human story plot, they found a way to transition it really well. A lot better than I thought they would. But the monsters awakening and by the way there will be some spoilers ahead. So I'm just warning you, there will be spoilers ahead with this review. Anyways, the reason for the Monsters Awakening and the stories of these monsters are ingenious. The person who played Emma, to be honest, I thought it was Elizabeth Olsen, but they just added some, some makeup on her to make her look older but turned out it was Vera I will say this you will get your money's worth more monsters and in this plot they're trying to figure out the they're trying to figure out a way to communicate with these monsters these titans these kaijus they control the sound of monsters and even be able to communicate with the monsters with the Orca device. But Dr. Emma thinks the only way to stop the destruction of humans is to release the monsters. One by one. But when they release King Ghidorah, he was able to... He was able to control the monsters. But to see Mafra, Rodan, and many monsters. The end of the movie is worth the movie price. Also, Dr. Salazui, the actor of him, gives a great performance. So with this movie... After I watched the movie, I wanted to watch it again. It was an enjoyable, fun, cinematic, cinematic experience that I wanted to watch again in the movie theater. After I watched this movie in the theater, I wanted to watch it again. If you enjoy Godzilla or enjoy watching monsters fight each other, this is the movie you must see this summer.
So I give this movie five out of five Orca Orca devices out of five. No, 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 no. Five out of five atomic breaths. Yeah, atomic breaths. Yeah, there we go. And at the end of the movie, there is an after credit scene, so stick around for that. And I am looking forward to the direction that they're going to put for, for Godzilla versus King Kong, which will be the next one. That should be really exciting. Looking forward to making a movie marathon of watching Godzilla, <clears throat> of watching Kong Skull Island, and then watching Godzilla King of the Monsters with friends. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's also great to see this actor do something besides Verizon commercials. And let's just say there will be a meme that will have to do with the Lion King. Long live the king. Start with talking about the NBA Finals, the 2019 NBA Finals between the Toronto Raptors and the Golden State Warriors, and we gotta talk about the big WI. What if? Okay, so the Toronto Raptors are winning the series two games to one. They get a huge road win in Game Three, but Stephen Curry, what a game! With scoring 47 points. And also, yeah, Sergi Baca, who showed that he was Sergi Baca with six blocks. Six block shots. And Kawhi Leonard came in big with, with 30 points as well. Regardless of the fact that Kevin Durant... Kevin Durant was on the court. Clay Thompson had a pulled hammy. If Kevin Durant or Clay Thompson don't ever step back on the court for the rest of the NBA Finals, this is a lose-lose scenario for the Toronto Raptors. And here's why. If the Toronto Raptors, let's say, this big WI, what if? The Toronto Raptors found a way to win their first NBA Finals. Of course, everyone would say, hey, put an asterisk on that, because Kevin Durant wasn't on the court. Klay Thompson wasn't on the court. Was on the court for the remain for most of the series. But if the Toronto Raptors lose and Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, if pretty much the best players aren't the remaining best players on the court, don't return back on the court and the Toronto Raptors lose the NBA Finals, then this is embarrassing. Yes, the Golden State Warriors are still a great team. They even have a great bench as well. But this is embarrassing because this was the Toronto Raptors' opportunity to win the NBA Finals. I'm not saying this was it, but against the Golden State Warriors, this was pretty much it. 
let's talk. Let's say the big WI question mark. Let's say the Toronto Raptors did beat the Golden State Warriors. I'm saying what if. I'm not saying they are, but what if. Does that mean we're going to have a rarity that the NBA Finals MVP will go to the losing team? Well, of course, since Jerry West. Could it actually go to Stephen Curry instead of Kawhi Leonard, Pascal Siakam, or even Fred Van Fleet, which I think would be an underrated uh, NBA Finals MVP, Fred, Fred Van Fleet. Especially with that dagger shot near the end of game three to pretty much seal it. Usually a team, what's interesting about this is usually when a team are in their first ever championship, usually they would be feel out of the experience. They feel out of their comfort zone. But yet, the way that the Toronto Raptors have been playing, they, they felt that they have played in the NBA Finals before, even though this is their first time. Well, that goes to the key of Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. Both of them have NBA Finals experience. Remember, when Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green were part of the San Antonio Spurs, they, were, they did play in the NBA Finals back in... Uh, the 2013-2014 for the San Antonio Spurs. You know what's even funnier? No matter who ends up winning the NBA Finals, there will be a player with the last name Green will end up winning the NBA Finals. Draymond Green for the Golden State Warriors or Danny Green of the Toronto Raptors. And how could we forget about Mr. McCaw? Mr. McCaw, ever since he has been drafted, has pretty much have lived has pretty much lived and stayed in the NBA Finals in his career so far. That was a really huge road win for for the Toronto Raptors. Oracle Arena is a tough environment to win in. But you know, the Golden State Warriors, this is the last year that they're, this is the last season, last year, that the Golden State Warriors are going to play in Oracle Arena. They have a new arena around the San Francisco area that they will play in. This is the last year, last season. And to open up the the NBA Finals on their... And they have the NBA Finals, and they have the home court. After having a, you know, winning game two on the road, it seemed that the Warriors... It seemed Warriors. Warriors in five. Warriors in five. Everybody was thinking Warriors in five. If Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson returned... Even if they somehow don't return, everybody was thinking Warriors and five. Warriors and five. 
now that the Toronto Raptors won on the road, they take that one home loss that they had in the NBA Finals, and they take, and they have a road win of their own. That takes away the Golden State Warriors' home court advantage right there. That one one series, if they won game three, home court advantage right there. Home court advantage goes back to the Golden State Warriors. If they win in game three, it goes back to them. Regardless of the fact that this, the Toronto Raptors, I almost said San Antonio Spurs for some strange reason. The Toronto Raptors have home court advantage because they had one more win during the regular season than the Golden State Warriors. wondered what it would be like to have a LeBron James-less NBA Finals. Well, this is what it looks like. It's not bad. I just... Man, we shall see with all the free agency hullabaloo with Kawhi Leonard, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant... Because whoever wins this NBA Finals, that will depend on the decision of one of these players. And now, knowing the fact that Kyrie Irving is interested in going to the Brooklyn Nets, that, that could end up making a whole different story. But we shall see. But this NBA Finals has been entertaining. And great job by the, by the Toronto Raptors in this game because the Golden State Warriors are a third quarter team. If you can beat them in the third quarter, that that's the equivalent of a check in chess. If you can beat the Golden State Warriors in the third quarter, that is your check. Your checkmate would be finding a way to have a double-digit lead in less than a minute left in the game. That would be your checkmate. And they did both. So great job by the Toronto Raptors with that. I'm an LA Lakers fan, but I got I have to appreciate I have to appreciate uh this is the Toronto Raptors' first NBA Finals, and they're doing a great job right now. Okay, so let's go with the other big WI question mark. What if the Golden State Warriors beat the Toronto Raptors with Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson back on the court? Everyone would say, well, we knew this the whole time. You have three of the best players, three out of three of the top ten best players on your team, and you won the NBA Finals. We're not surprised. You guys are officially now a dynasty, winning four NBA Finals in five years. 
Okay, let's go with the other what if. Let's say Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson don't return back on the court for the rest of the series. But the Golden State Warriors end up winning the NBA Finals. We would still get the same story of Golden State Warriors Dynasty wins four NBA Finals in five years. But this is different. This would be a whole different story telling wise. Because Stephen Curry would have found a way to help the Golden State Warriors with the fact that they didn't have Kevin Durant or Quay Thompson remain in series and had to face against Kawhi Leonard, Mark Gasol, a surprisingly great right now Pascal Siakam. Uh, Pascal Siakam, excuse me. Sergi Blocka. I know it's Sergi Blocka, but he's becoming Sergi Blocka right now. And mostly having your bench being starters, and plus Stephen Curry, this would make a mark on Stephen Curry's career right there. Not only that, but this would show automatically, finally, this will be the one, this will be the year that finally he will get the NBA Finals MVP. Facing a tough team of that, the Toronto Raptors. And, and just adds a little bit more to the meaning of the Golden State Warriors team. And actually proving that maybe the Golden State Warriors don't really need Kevin Durant that much. And that's what that would show if the Golden State Warriors somehow won the NBA Finals without Kevin Durant even stepping on the court. This has been an interesting NBA Finals. We shall see what happens with Game 4, Game 5, Game 6. There is a Game 6. We shall see. Now, let me tell you about this 2019 NBA Finals. This is just... Crazy, and Stephen Curry will now learn on how hard it is to have a team on your back, especially with injuries. The Golden State Warriors still have a deep bench; they really do. They have a, they have as deep of, as a bench as you could possibly get for any NBA team. It's just that. The mentality of the Toronto Raptors, you would think, would be because since they didn't have enough experience in the NBA Finals, this is their first time in the NBA Finals for their franchise history. 
This is Kawhi Leonard's probably, let's see, third NBA Finals appearance. He won one and he lost one. Now, the, now the Toronto Raptors during this offseason went all out. They went all out to look for that quality player. They gave DeMar DeRozan all the chances they could give him. And they fight. You know what? We need to get a player that could help us end up. Because I know we have this great of a team. LeBron James has gone to the Western Conference for some peculiar reason. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to interpret what the Toronto Raptors uh, management was thinking at that time. We need to get a player that is not just an all-star, but can find a way to make... We could surround a team around him, and he could make our, our players that <clears throat> to everyone else could s seem to be not mediocre, but but subpar to end up being great if we get this player. And they end up getting Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green, and I think they even got a draft pick from the San Antonio Spurs. And they gave DeMar DeRozan to the San Antonio Spurs. No, wait, they gave DeMar DeRozan, that one player, I kind of forgot his name, sorry, I guess Game of Zones was right about that. I even forgot about the name of the player that they gave away besides DeMar DeRozan, and they even gave away a, a draft pick. And the San Antonio Spurs gave the Toronto Raptors in that trade, Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green, <clears throat> Danny Green can be a threat. He he is one of those type of players. Of he can, everybody knows him well for him doing this three point shot. But if you have him in the right in the right moment, he can be a great defensive player as well. He can make those point guards really have to earn on sh on shooting accurate shots. If the Toronto Raptors, right now as we speak, the Toronto Raptors are just... The Toronto Raptors are up three games to one against the Golden State Warriors. The only team that in NBA Finals history that pulled away a miraculous comeback of that caliber of after being down three games to one in the NBA Finals was the 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron James finding a way to give Cleveland their first ever championship. 
in their franchise history. Against a team that if the Golden State Warriors ended up winning the NBA Finals, they could claim that they could claim that their team is the greatest regular season, not just the greatest regular season team, but the greatest greatest season ever by any team in NBA history. But instead, the Golden State Warriors ended up being part of history, but the wrong side of history. Bowling the three games to one lead in the NBA Finals, and the Cleveland Cowboys came back. Four games to three, winning the series. In the 2016 NBA Finals. And decided to be a nine. The 2019 NBA Finals. The Golden State Warriors. Are down three games to one. They have been on the opposite end of that history of blowing that. But can they find a way to end up being... Redeeming themselves and even end up making that type of a comeback of their own as well? Will the Golden State Warriors flip history and end the free one memes? I think for the Toronto Raptors, they need to take advantage of this opportunity. Three games to one, game five, you're at home. In Toronto, you found a way to do the impossible that a lot of teams couldn't do. Can we, can we acknowledge the fact that the Toronto Raptors went to to a hectic, uproarious Oracle Arena? And not just one on the road, but one in a in Oracle Arena, two straight games. Two straight games in the playoffs. And even on the big stage of the NBA Finals against this Golden State Warriors team. The Raptors all season have been now 3-0 at Oracle Arena. 3-0 against this Golden State Warriors team. That's Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Andre Iguodala, DeMarcus Cousins. Sean Livingston, uh, I think his name is Antoine Looney, something like that. I mean, my goodness. Oh, and by the way, also, the 109-point streak came to an end on Game 4 
as the Golden State Warriors could only score 92 points. Now, to any other NBA team, that's pretty high points. High amount of points. But to the Golden State Warriors, well, that's the lowest, lowest points that they scored. So, let's say the Toronto Raptors did win the NBA Finals. Does that mean they're going to give a ring to DeMar DeRozan and maybe even LeBron James? As saying thanks for not being in the Eastern Conference anymore. Thanks to Marta Rosen for the sacrifice he had to make with this trade and bringing us Kawhi Leonard, which led us to our first appearance in the NBA Finals and also our first NBA Finals in, in our franchise history. If this doesn't end up going in full circle... Of Kawhi Leonard doing the most unexpected thing, a game-winning, buzzer-beating slam dunk over Draymond Green, I would be disappointed because that would represent Vince Carter's time with... Overall, as crazy as it sounds, no matter who wins this NBA Finals... Free agency is going to go a whole different direction no matter which team ends up winning. If the Toronto Raptors do win, free agency will be more focused on having the focus on an all-star and having it be a year-by-year basis contract-wise and actually focusing on more about the role players and actually all-stars themselves putting in role players surrounding one specific all-star that is in the play style that they can easily adapt to. If the Golden State Warriors win if the Golden State Warriors win the NBA Finals Without Kevin Durant on the court. Then a lot of teams will actually be focused on not just having a great starting lineup. But actually focus on having even a more. Having a deeper bench. Just in case if those. Th- this is supposed to be the mindset already. Of every player should. Whenever someone goes down, everybody steps up. If anyone. Injury wise. But if the Golden State Warriors win the NBA Finals, the management, GMs, coaches will be actually more focused on. Actually trying to get the best reserves possible at the beginning and then go from there and build up and looking for all-stars in the free agency market. You need you do need the all-star players, but management 
management, executives, scouting, are figuring out that maybe they don't really need as many All-Stars as they think they do. They're figuring out maybe a way to build up a team, as crazy as it sounds, have a deep bench, have some role players that that have their roles, get some get maybe one or two all-stars instead of trying to have a whole team of all-stars. Of course you have to have your big guy that way he's able to easily do screens, can be able to easily block, have your sharp shooters from free point range. And definitely have that one person that, regardless of the fact of how lousy they are from shooting in general, make sure to have that one player that everyone thinks that they can foul and they could, and they have a great free throw percentage and surprise everybody. <laughs> and that's what we're going to see. If you fought the free agency, was crazy this year. Wait till you see the next five years. No matter who wins this NBA Finals, a lot of people will be looking at the blueprints, the blueprints for these teams, and try to adapt to them. It's already kind of happening as we speak. The Milwaukee Blue. Uh, excuse me. The Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Toronto Raptors with Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> LA Lakers with Le- pretty much any team that ever got LeBron James. Yeah, that pretty much LeBron James. LA Lakers will be trying to do something similar with LeBron James, and maybe they'll be looking for more role players than actually All-Stars since it seems that they can't even get the All-Star players to play with LeBron James. So they'll probably maybe looking more into getting some role players that know their roles and and can adapt to the best play style of LeBron James. Where I'm right or wrong, I'm just going to say the NBA has certainly and will get a lot more interesting. And if I do say so, we might get into the point of even having some more parity in the NBA. As bizarre as it sounds, with especially with a team of the Golden State Warriors going to five straight NBA Finals. But I think, and I have a gut feeling, parity is coming to the NBA. Not just in the Western Conference, it's obviously shown in the Western Conference. But even in the Eastern Conference... Hopefully so. It's going to be interesting. So if the Toronto Raptors win the NBA Finals, does that mean they're going to they're going to give some NBA Finals rings to DeMar DeRozan 
for his sacrifice. That way they could get Kawhi Leonard. And maybe even LeBron James because he went to the Western Conference instead of sticking around in the Eastern Conference. I don't know. But it, it, it would be great in a full circle if Kawhi Leonard jumped over Kevin Durant or Draymond Green or Stephen Curry and it was a buzzer-beating, game-winning, slam dunk to have him full circle of how the franchise started with Vince Carter. The franchise started to become well-known with Vince Carter, who was Air Canada. Vinsanity. Himself. If, if that doesn't end in that way... That is fine, but I will be disappointed if that isn't the way we end this NBA Finals. But, anyways, we shall see for Game 5. It's going to be interesting. And I can already see the headlines for Game 7 of the Stanley Cup. St. Louis lose it and that will do it for the industry horror coffee cast as I'm Nathan your host saying to you add a little bit of horror into your life if you enjoyed listening to that podcast there are nine other podcast episodes that you can listen to on Spotify anchor.fm and even Google podcast. And I believe there's a podcast called, I mean, a place where you can listen to the podcast called Switcher that you can listen to. If you would, if you are an influencer in the autism or entertainment, sports, please contact industryhorrorcoffeecast at gmail.com. Industry horror screen printing with a conscience. You can donate to Industry Horror at industryhorror.com. You can also shop online at industryhorror.com. Or if you're around the Venture County area, you can you can shop at five one you can shop in downtown Ventura off of five one eight East Main Street. At the store, right across the street from the Century 10 Theater, and near the Buffalo Exchange store. Industry Horrors, a 501c3 nonprofit. They give opportunities and employ adults that are on the spectrum and with special needs. They teach them about the trades of silkscreen printing, whether, whether it's on clothing stickers, buttons, no matter how large or how small your business is, Industry Horror is happy to help out in the community. 
And if you feel you need an update with your logo, Industry Horror can help out with that as well. Thank you, all you industry horror heroes out there, for listening to the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. I really do appreciate the support. And saying so long until next time. <laughs>